Hey, this is the Department of Promethean Science, stealing fire from the gods to make a better life for you and me. It is Monday, May 13th, 2013, and on the podcast this week, I'm improvising with Kyle Miller, who is a recent transplant to Chicago. Um, I think the very first person I've had on from the uh, group of folks coming out, out of Ohio University, I know I've had some Ohio Staters, the Ohio State University, I think is how it's supposed to be said on here before, but he's from Ohio University, and they've got a bunch of great improvisers sort of um, I'm looking forward to as an, coming in as an influx to the city. Real uh, real fun, talented group of group of folks, and it, it, it's great to get Kyle here, and uh, it was a lot of fun to improvise with him uh, in this scene. If you have a suggestion uh, for myself and a guest to use on a f- future podcast, please send along to the email address at prometheanscience at gmail.com. That's P-R-O-M-E-T-H-E-A-N science at gmail.com with the subject line suggestion and then whatever you care for the suggestion to be in the body. And uh, we'll open that up right before we start improvising and go from there. If you got any other kind of correspondence, please feel free to send along to that same email address with anything else in the subject line, and I will try to respond to it um, with only a mild, uh, severe lag from when you send it. Uh, once again, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pump up Susan, CIC, 8 p.m. Sundays. A lot of fun. Uh, had the first show last night. Really enjoyed it. Going to be having another show next week. They're really a group you should check out while you have the opportunity. Um, and uh, for my endorsement this week, uh, check out corpsey.troubleclub.com. That's C-O-R-P-S-E-Y dot T-R-U-B-B-L-E-C-L-U-B dot com. There's this great um, sort of like... Uh, it's a, it's an artistic, exquisite corpse. So there's all these artists that have done three panel um, drawings of this little skeleton character going through various adventures, and they follow each other. So one just does the next thing, and uh, it's a really neat kind of experience that you you best have kind of on the web because um, any artist can follow any other artist. So you wind up going through this a chain of uh, of cartoons, and uh, it's a uh, it's a really neat, fun way to kind of um, burn some time. And there's some great, great cartoonists. Um, Pendleton Ward as, does a strip, Lily Carre, um, just tons of great people. So, uh, you know, if you got 10 or 15 to kind of enjoy what it's like to read a um, almost sort of a choose-your-own-adventure comic strip online, I suggest it. Um, but in any case, here is Kyle Miller and I improvising to a suggestion from Mike Reynolds, and that suggestion was... String Theory. Careful with that speaker. You're so lucky it didn't spill on you. You are so lucky. I just... I just... I I went away in my head for a moment. I just went away in my head for a moment and... Carson? This thing got hot up top. It got hot up top. It, it's glass. It'll do that. It gets hot everywhere. Yeah, but I mean, all the chemicals are in the bottom. So, you know, what I, I whatever got hot is invisible to the naked eye. That's you that's see? true. That is true. You see? And I'm glad you've been paying attention for some things. You know, I took a chance on you. What? And it's working out? So I had a little bit of a Butterfingers moment. I didn't spill the concentrate on me. Uh, 
or on anything. I caught it and I placed it down on top of the pad. You're you're right. You're right. And you know, I I'm sorry if I raised my voice. No, it's okay. I know. We're working on some very important things here. And we don't need someone to go all slopping around the important chemicals for the experiment. Absolutely. And slopping on... You could have... That would have taken your skin right off. Sobering. It's a sobering thought. I mean, at times like this, I like to step back and just reflect... Yeah, no, I'll step away from the table for a moment. Let's get my take a breath. Yeah, just you're a smart kid, Carson. Oh, thank you, Doctor Hassengraf. You're welcome. You're welcome. I just, you know, I'm getting pretty excited about breaching dimensional space, and I can't help it, but it's leading me to daydream a little bit. Here and there, and I shouldn't be sloppy with the implications are yeah. astounding. I know. Uh, can you can you blame me that I'm? I, can, I cannot blame you. I've been wrestling with this for thirty six years in my research. Well, you've done a bang up job, if you'll allow a student a student to say so. I appreciate that, Carson. I I wouldn't have taken you if I didn't have the confidence that you would be able to. Step up. Step up. Yeah. Step up and lead us past the threshold of my own limitations as yeah. a scientist. Oh, no. You <laughs> You know, I know that I have some wild and novel ideas about the polymer junction, but, <laughs> you know, it's, it's just a, a little bit piece. progressive for my taste. It's, oh, yeah, well, progressive or no. When we finally breach the dimensional barrier, it's going to take a polymer junction to get us there at the pivot point between universe A and universe B or B sub 1 or B sub 2 or B sub 3 depending on how the equations work out and of course the temperature of the mixture. The temperature of the mixture will be pivotal and your polymer theory, though I am confused perhaps by it. Well, I don't get a lot of stuff and obviously I almost had a real horrible skin melting accident so... I'm just going to say that I'm an expert that will enable the greater vision, and I'm I'm happy I dreamed up some of this stuff. You are you, you've got vision as a young man. But Thank you. You need. To, I think that I need this, to settle down. Yes. Yes. I've yes. been drunk every night of this week. That's really bad, Carson. That's I just. What are you? It's what college. You, you are a sixth-year grad student. Uh, can you, you know, can, can I help it if I just want to, you know, kind of stretch the party out a little bit? Well. I mean, you know. You're, about, you are so close to being one of the most important people in science. I know. It's a heavy weight to bear. Sometimes I just want to forget about it and be a young man. You're a young man. I, if I had my youth, maybe, maybe I would join you, but... Well, who knows what the effect of shooting you through the dimensional barrier is going to be. I mean, honestly, time might work differently. You could come back like a rockin' party dog. You think so? Well, I mean, I don't know. We're going to have to do some more figures. I hadn't considered this possibility. And a lot of this is above my head. I've, you know, I'm, I'm your polymer junction guy. I'm a black box. I know that we need the polymer junction as a pivot point between the dimensional pierce, but... uh, The polymer junction will surely be 
pivotal, but uh-huh. yeah. Willis, I don't know whether or not it will allow us to discover the fountain of use. Well, I mean, it just seems like one of the possible quantum uh, side effects of piercing the barrier. Man, I'm so happy I didn't melt my skin off. It would be really hard you to would. like have a social life with no skin on me. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it came damn close to your left hand. My pool hand. You a good pool player? Oh, tops. Yeah. They call me Dr. Stroke. Dr. Stroke. Because of my stroke on the <laughs> tables. Well, not doctor just yet. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> I'm a PhD candidate. But, you know, I'm, you know, it's a lot of the folks that I'm going out with are getting, you know, liberal arts undergrad degrees right now. So I'm on a different track. Yeah. It's, they may as well call me doctor. <laughs> Young women, too? Oh, yeah. Yeah, big time. It's another reason I won't want my skin melted off. It would seriously affect my game. You bet it would. Yeah. We don't have the... We don't have robotics technology to make a hand as agile and as... Uh, oh, no. ...capable of love. No. Yeah, love making, pool playing, it's all about touch. A robot hand simply can't stack up. With a real hand with its original skin on it. I'm gonna focus up. Okay? The, I, uh, this was real scary. I don't want to confront what could have been. I, well, I'm just now confronted with so many more possibilities of my own. Have I. Am I at the end of my road, Carson? Oh, jeez. Uh, I don't know, Dr. Hassengraf. I have no idea. My wife's been dead for 15 years. Oh. I have not You been gotta with get back woman. out there. You gotta get back out there. Well, maybe we should close up. Close up early. Just just today. And maybe head down to... Yeah, go down to Pantana and Bob's. Pantana and Bob's. I've walked past it many times. Yeah, they got this. They got this. They got the tables with the nicest bounce, and we can get a picture for four bucks. No kidding. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. Let's pack up, and maybe you'll jump across the dimensional barrier to the fun zone <laughs> with the help of your polymer, your polymer connections. Yeah, or just my sweet social connections. <laughs> Thank you, Carson. You're welcome, Dr. Hassengraf. Just remember this when I present my dissertation. <laughs> oh, I will, I'll remember. I'll remember this day for a while. Sweet. <laughs> and that's our time. <laughs> oh, God. All right. <laughs> so, I know I was just a total maniac. <laughs> and, uh... I was having a great time, so I hope that that was uh, I hope that was reasonable and fun to play with because I was just like, okay, all right, yeah, I'm the kind of guy who just like completely loses touch and almost burns his skin off in the lab, but I guess I deserve to be in the lab, so I'm gonna you know this, this brilliant wild card. Yeah. <laughs> well, and the you know the opportunity to jump in, in into any kind of like uh, sort of like pseudoscience, you know, oh, is yeah. like really kind of. You were on point with the jargon. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, you know, that's the thing. It's like, I'm not sure that I necessarily was, but it was like, it's all in the grab bag of stuff that kind of like tangentially fits, you know? And then, and then just, easy, you know, easy enough to sort of like throw it against the wall. And like, it's kind of like, 
You know, it's funny. It's like a lot of improv, I feel like. The, the idea of presenting a reality where you accept as true things that are wrong winds up being pretty amusing, you know? Absolutely, like, absolutely. Yeah, that kind of like, the discrepancy, you know, absorbing the discrepancy between our reality and the reality that is existing in this bubble on stage is like kind of winds up being amusing, <laughs> at least to me. So like, just tossing all that stuff at it. Was a- accepting like, it as, you know, this, this is just... Just another thing. If someone gets carried off by an eagle, like yeah. that's, okay, that's you know that that's just our world. Yeah, exactly. the world we live in, man. Yeah. Oh, you know, you gotta watch out for those giant eagles. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and and it's sort of like you never know what the expectation is because you never know if uh, how you know how it's gonna push one way or another. Because if someone gets carried off by a giant eagle, it's either it either winds up being normal for that world, and then you get the fun of being like. Oh fuck! There's giant eagles around. Everybody down! Everybody down! Throw away the fish. You know, you know the drill. Yeah, exactly. Or or you get the or you get to like you know it's it's you know part of the part of that discovery of a world right is like discovering how many degrees of separation it has from the world that we live in. You know, so it's like either is an accepted fact that there are giant eagles or. It's not, and you get the opportunity to fucking flip out because a giant eagle just carried one of your friends away, you know? <laughs> Who doesn't want to react to that? Yeah, exactly. I mean, that is it's easily a two-and-a-half-minute-long scene of just going, you know, just yelling shit over and over <laughs> yeah. and over. Like, what the hell is that? You know, so, so I really, you know... So I think that's one of the things I like about, you know, kind of, like, having a having a scene like a theoretically high, highly scientific scene like that where it's just like well we can just do anything and it, because of this bubble we'll just be like oh yes yes of course this is correct science you know <laughs> even though it's like oh it's just idiocy you know all the, the, the two things we really want to do are just get out of the lab even though we're about to like <laughs> transcend time and space yeah I know it's like and then eventually we just pack it up that was like you know, I think that was a, that was what was so kind of like, um, that, that, that it was this sort of scene that I really liked playing a lot too because it was not, it wasn't narratively bound. You know, even though we were like working on something, there wasn't. We had a very like strong location, right? Like it was very clear like where we were, mm-hmm. but the, we didn't have to. Um, there, there was no place that we had to go. You know, mm-hmm. or nothing that we specifically had to accomplish, right? Like the thing that we were trying to accomplish was like a large scale goal. So all we had to do was sit in this reality and like interact (laughs) with each other. And we had this moment of like, Oh, I've almost like, you know, burned my skin off or whatever. But then we were just able to kind of like drift wherever we want, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Which I like, I like ambling through like an environment like that and just sort of like, having it be a character scene, you know, kind of like discovering those characters a little bit yeah. more too, you know? Well, I just, I mean, from my character's perspective, I mean, seeing you almost like seriously harm yourself, maybe like awakened like a, like, oh, I, I don't, maybe don't have much time. <laughs> well, I like that, just the idea of like, I gotta live, like now I, I oh, I gotta make sure to live, <laughs> you know, with, uh, with, with, with him and just the, that like little nugget towards the end of my wife's been dead for fifteen years. <laughs> it's like it was just like really kind of like 
the sadness of this guy just was like emerging even even more, you know. <laughs> just threw himself into his work for yeah. like <laughs> Well, he's almost got it, you know. I think that was it was fun. It was fun for me too. I mean, because I, you know, I have a I have a pretty massive nerd streak, so like the idea of also just like getting to getting to play play a, a character that does not is like not quite fits doesn't quite you know fit like the this ultimate sort of science fiction goal but still gets to play in it is like pretty you know pretty fun yeah yeah well i mean you know not all scientists are like right they're like are they're like you know exactly like type a i guess yeah yeah i mean some people like i forget it Oppenheimer tried to like got almost got away with like attempted murder or got away with it like just because he was great with people and stuff. Oh man! Well, yeah, it's, I just read that. I just read that this book, the uh, the disappearing spoon that Leslie Nesbitt had recommended to me. It was fascinating. It is like the story of the periodic table of the elements and like all the crazy people that you know are involved in it. And my brother, you know, there's my my nephew's middle name is is uh, Tycho after Tycho Brahe, the astronomer who was like the party animal who like <laughs> had a piece of his nose cut off in a duel and like so had like a metal <laughs> nose and stuff. Yeah, it was like this, a socialite and supposed, you know, the legend is that like the way that he died is like he, his, he'd ravaged his body with drugs and so like his, <laughs> it was just like all kind of like, you know, had, had infirm, an infirm uh, organ you know, collection, and then was at, like, the a, a dinner with the King of Norway or something, and he, he, he thought it was, it was rude to, to stand, you know, before your host, if they were royalty, and he just had to pee super bad, <laughs> and just, but sat there through the whole, like, dinner until his bladder burst, and then he, like, died of massive uh, internal infection, because oh he just wouldn't get up to pee, but, like, you know, and that all happened because he was just, like, a, a raging party animal, and, like, had the kind of internal system where it was, like, oh, I'll clamp down and then just blow up my insides. <laughs> still had the social graces to (laughs) you know so like these are these are the men of science you know (laughs) and I just you know I I think it was part of it it was like one of the things about Mary Curie about um, how she had like a piece of radioactive material and just pull people in the closets to show them you know like the what like the the, the, like radiation glowing (laughs) yeah and like was like you know all these scientists wives were like kind of like super like on the watch for because she had a reputation for pulling people in the closet (laughs) it's like yeah you know i mean and knowing like my brother and all the guys that he went to um to was you know were in the physics phd program with him they're all yeah they're all like you know, like create like weird, you know, strange, interesting, crazy guys who have had to confront the fact that like, at at these atomic and subatomic levels, like reality doesn't make sense. So they're yeah. all like, "Hey, so I'm gonna be into music," <laughs> <You know? laughs> and it's like really. Your you brother's know, a cool. physicist. Yeah, yeah, he's a he's he got his PhD in physics at wow. NC State. Yeah, my, I know. My uh, my brother's about to start his PhD with chemical engineering. <laughs> Oh wow! So yeah. it's like we got the, a chance to sort of like uh, a couple so, steal some nuggets, yeah, from, from <laughs> some like, some separation. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the thing too. Is like a, it's a, it's an interesting suggestion, right? And I kind of like this stuff too, where like I I'm sure that 
whatever we did would would just push a ton of misinformation out to anybody. So if you're if you listen to that and we're like, now I understand string theory better, that is not true. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but like the, the the having something like that an interesting thing like that sort of like floating at the back of my head like continuously feeding me where I'm like I don't really remember basically what string theory <laughs> says, but I think it's a dimensional thing, you know, like the idea that there's like a set of constants that define our particular universe and like those things can change and in other universes like the laws of physics would be different because the these basic universal constants would be different yeah I think that's it and is, is that is, is, is that, that it? have to do with parallel universes as well like, I think so I think it's that idea of like trying to find like um, a unifying like theory of everything you know like string theory is this I think is the theory of everything, like how all kind of like forces and, you know, and uh, physics and everything like kind of relate to each other, I think, but I don't know. It's probably a much longer explanation. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure that is either a vast simplification or completely wrong. So, you know, go, go check Wikipedia, I guess. That's what I'll be doing later. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so. I mean, I mean, I'm glad that the, it, it it just worked out with like, the the dynamic with like, yeah yeah I, mean, I, I loved the, you, the, what you named me Doctor Hassengraf. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, I was you know it was well it's like I definitely realized it was like okay you know at, at the very beginning when you're like you know watch out watch out I thought maybe we would be peers but then the way that you're sort of like talking to me I was like okay no I'm just an assistant you know a brill a, a brilliant assistant that has a specific like you know fo focus of knowledge for what, trying to get this whole thing done what did you have in your mind when you were just like Whoa. <laughs> uh i it was oh oh i know what it was it was i was um <laughs> i was actually it's it, it's funny because it's one of those things where it's like when you're inspired by something like really it, what's what's in the common space is what's true right so like we improvise in the common space and and that's really what's true so if you have if you were thinking something that doesn't line up you, you just just throw it out it's no big deal it's not like you you you've created something like that must be preserved because it's all improvisation right but then but what if what you do have that is sort of lingering in the back of your head winds up working out later to be something that you can use it because what i was doing was I was appearing from another dimension, <laughs> but like accident, you know, like it, which would be a really traumatic, um, you know, I feel like it would be a really traumatic shift. So I was like being like, oh, 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 oh I made it through. Are you me? <laughs> you know, and like, so I was like basically like trying to do, um, yeah, do like a, a dimension shift. I I hope anytime like someone time travels or anything, I just immediately think they're gonna throw up a pun. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see that, and I'm sure if you had said, "Oh, are you okay? Are you gonna throw up?" I would have immediately thrown up. <laughs> but like so, so that was the you know that just my initial kind of like thought. But then okay. it's when it was like when it when it turned into um when it turned into the. Uh, the we're idea the of like we're in the lab and I almost spilled something that would have burned my skin off. It was like, oh, okay, great. I like, I don't need to construct anything with that. I know what it is. And that's, I vastly prefer sort of like taking something somebody has and just being like, 
oh, okay, you've told me everything. Now I can be much more subconscious about the way that I react to information mm -hmm. and much more playful and much more whimsical. And I don't have to do any kind of intellectual construction to like figure out who I am. I know who I am because he told me, you know? Mm -hmm. And like now I just, it's, it's the triangulation of you telling me who I am and who I really am as a person those two things triangulating together form this per this point of who I am as the person you told me I am, you know? And so I still get to be me and make all my choices and have all my emotional reactions and like be true, have emotionally like a true spectrum and be ready to deal with anything. But I also ha have the specificity of the lens through, through that you gave me, you know? Yeah, yeah. So so that was great. I mean, I was like, yes, okay, good. Because I'm not sure where my idea would go, and it could be really stupid, so I'm really happy to play this instead of, yeah. like, my my dimension-hopping well, I mean, idiot, you know? <laughs> I mean, both of I could have already, like, we could have been traveling together. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, yeah. just been on, like, an exotic planet with dinosaurs or something. <laughs> yeah, well, that was, a, I think that was the thing, that uh, kind of like the, the you know, like, to, to trail to the point that I was... That sort of alluding to earlier is that, but because I had the idea of dimension traveling in my head, that's what, that's was like, oh, okay, well, we haven't really said what our experiment is, so that's what our experiment is mm -hmm. going to be. Even though we're dealing largely with, like, chem chemistry rather than physics. Yeah, I don't know like, what we need a beaker for. Yeah. Liquid for, for like. <laughs> well, I was, it was like, that was, in my head, I was starting to fill in of, like, okay, what we're, we're doing, like, a largely chemical process that we will dump into a machine, and it will be the particular chemical reaction put in that machine that will launch us through to another dimension. So it's like, we're just working on the chemistry part of it, which is why, like, me being a, the, the building a specific polymer to breach the dimension was, like, you know, the, the, uh, the, my specific specialty, you know? But it was like, I was just like, oh yeah, this is... You know. To put it in the baby of the machine that I've been constructing yeah. for 30 years. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I oh, just... Everything seems like it would work, but maybe it would just, you know, t tear, a, tear a carbon life form to pieces. <laughs> so you just need the little connector. <laughs> well, I mean, if it was a show, we could have revisited that and maybe seen like what the... You know, if it... <laughs> where you would have ended up. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I like. Yeah, I do like what I like about the, the, the implications of it as a show, right, is that we get to two sort of different tracks where we now we now get the, like, big science fiction um, thread of actual dimension hopping, but then also just the mundane thread of bar hopping. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. It's like those two things together, it's like what's going to be the wilder adventure? <laughs> or know? like, you know, we return from the bars like, man, we're going to, this is the night. This is where we're going to do it. Yeah. It's like there's a lot of opportunity with those two things kind of winding together. And I just like, the, uh, you know, I mean, it, that that seems like that could be the, the foundation of a pretty fun show if, you know, you, you, if you spend all your time one place or all your time another place or... It's just those, those combinations of idea, you know, it definitely engages my whimsy where I'm like, oh yeah, I would love to like have, you know, if the show just goes someplace else, you know, if it's not all about these two guys, mm -hmm. I would love to just wander into a scene sometime later and be like, at wander into a bar and be like, <laughs> no big deal, I've just been to another dimension. That's <laughs> why so my skin is green. <laughs> Coors? <laughs> yeah, by a drink. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like that kind of like, just, uh, 
you know, the, all those wild, the, the wild pop of ideas gives us a bed of so many things to play play with. And I felt like that's always the case of a scene. It's like we got to have this bed of like wild science fiction ideas and then just play like a scene of like a guy who's wasted his life away and a guy who is kind of currently wasting his life in a different way. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I think that that was a really fun dynamic and yeah. <laughs> I was glad to yeah, yeah, it was have so... you <laughs> run around with it. That was wonderful. Oh, well, I mean, it was like, it was one of those things too where I'm like feeling, I feel mildly gu- guilty about like consuming all the fun cycles in a scene where it's like, I'm just getting to say what ever I want and you're providing all of the emotional stability and reality of this and I'm just getting to be like oh yeah I don't know what I'm doing <laughs> you know yeah. it's like well thank you that's very generous to let me just like play like this idiot monkey <laughs> yeah, just... I mean that was that was so fun that was, that was <laughs> awesome great. awesome thanks man well uh I, the uh, the the dog went off so was there anything that we uh, didn't cover that you wanted to talk about I think that's about all I had. Awesome. I had. Well, uh, thanks, th- thanks for thanks for doing it with me. I really appreciate it. Welcome to town. It's great to have you here. Oh, thanks. I appreciate it. It's best first week ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, only downhill from here. Just stay strong and remember what a good time you had this week. <laughs> all right, thanks, Kyle. <laughs>